Hey everyone, Jay here at the top of the show just before we get started. What you're about to hear is a regular episode of the podcast, and honestly one we're both really proud of. But there was no way we were going to just put out an episode this week without acknowledging in some way everything happening in the world right now, as Black Lives Matter movements surge and soar and fight for what's right. All we really want to say, which I I would hope would go without saying, is that we absolutely stand with every person calling for the dismantling of the police system as we know it. That's the system that took the life of George Floyd and has led to more death and harm than we can ever really quantify. In the last few days, that harm has been more in the spotlight than maybe ever. Uh, Kirsten and I both live adjacent to places where marches and protests are happening. We've both gotten involved. I will have been to a couple protests myself by now. The point is, no matter where you are or who you are, the ability to move this tide of change affects all of us. No matter who you are, this is close to all of us. Black Lives Matter is a movement which matters for all of us, both in terms of fighting for justice and understanding the internalized racism which affects every community, no matter where you've grown up, who your family and neighbors are. It matters because it's ingrained in the history that's brought us here. And right now, that movement is calling a corrupt, ineffective system what it is. If you're looking for ways to help, we would ask that, in addition to finding out where protests are happening near you, you consider donating, if you can, to groups like the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the Brooklyn Community Bail Fund, the George Floyd Memorial Fund, Unicorn Riot. There are honestly so many outlets you can reach out to in order to lend your support. Who knows what new ones might have sprouted up or grown since we recorded this. So, we hope this humble little show of ours makes a positive difference in your day this week, as any week. And then all we can ask is that you do whatever part you're able to to make a positive difference of your own. Thanks. So, Jen. The year is 2009, and the internet exists. And for as long as the internet has existed, people talking about things on the internet has existed. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, how lead much, on, Jay, please. Jay, how much do you know about the eight movie epic forums and the whole Glass Eye Society drama? Oh, oh, Kirsten, quiet, Jay. Kirsten, I enough that I'm now wondering if we may have met there back in the day. I'm ready for a great episode. <laughs> Welcome to the Marmoset Chronicles, a personal retrospective. Uh, this week we're talking about decades-old internet drama. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you brought me into this time machine with you today. Oh. Okay, Jay, so... so before we, I guess before we jump in, Jay, how how you doing? How, how you doing good. this week? I, I'm I'm good. I'm good, Kirsten. I'm Jay. That's Kirsten. Hello. Um, I'm good. Gosh, what a nice thing. Um, yeah. Now you've got me immediately thinking back to the uh, the days of old with me and internet forums. I'm pretty good. <laughs> um, boy, you know. I, I want you to guess real quick. It, this will not be a difficult thing to guess. Okay. Guess for me, 
what the first internet forum you think I ever joined was way back in the day. Oh God. Or what was it about, rather? Sorry, what was the what topic was it about? Oh, what was it about? It was about Pokemon. No, strike one. Um. God, now I need to think about adolescent J. <laughs> this is this is almost this is almost on the side of just youthful J. This is like eleven, ten year old J. Um. I, I would have thought that I would have thought that Pokemon was it. Uh, was it uh, some kind of video game after. thing? Oh, no. uh, was it Legend of Zelda or something? No, strike two! Uh, so I get one more guess? You get one more guess! Um... So, you said it wasn't a video game? Correct. Was it... Oh, God, was it, uh, that fucking, that fucking dragon book you liked a lot? Dragon it, book I liked a it, lot? I don't even know yeah. what you're getting at. No, it was the... It, the, the dragon book that's basically Star Wars that was written by a homeschool a homeschool kid. Aragon? Yeah, it was Aragon. Aragon. <laughs> fucking leaving. Fucking fuck this. God damn it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've lost Jay. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry I yelled him back. <laughs> okay. So no, I, I'm really I, I glad that I, can I knocked over was empty. <laughs> I, I I have failed to guess what the first internet forum you joined was Kirsten, about. it was about Bionicle. Are you kidding? Oh my god. Ugh, I can't believe you. It was a forum you know, called the Brotherhood of Makuta. It was probably in early 2006 or so. Uh, and after joining it, I did eventually create my own uh, Lego-based forum. And uh, 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 did I do a... I did not create a, for a Pokemon-based forum, but I did join several shortly thereafter. But no, Bionicle was my first entry point into the world of online forums. You have failed, but the bit was funny, so it's fine. Okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, I, I will say I, I failed because um, basically anytime you're not directly talking to me about Bionicle, I forget that Bionicle exists. God, what a charmed life you lead. <laughs> um... Uh, my first, um, my first, so, okay, I, I, I've had, I've had some interesting histories with internet forums, because I did not join many forums, but I lurked on many forums. So, let me, let me give you some background about this whole situation, and this is going to be interesting to talk about, because, um, I did directly witness some of this. Okay. For the first time in, like, the times that we're talking about these movies, because we didn't yeah. directly witness any of, like, going to the theater for the original eight Marmoset Chronicles movies. Yeah. But this, this whole forum nonsense, I was there for some of this. So, what, Not was all this, of it. Was this maybe your first forum experience, you think? Um... Yes. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I was also a little bit on these forums. I barely was there, but once in a while so, I was there. Okay, I, I'll give you some, some background. Uh, I'll give you kind of some personal background on this, because I think it'll, it'll help everyone kind of understand what's going on a little bit more. This was probably the first forum that I actively interacted with, and it, that was because it was pretty well run. Uh, and it was well modded, yeah. and this a rare this was commodity one that one. Yes, uh, and it really like so. I'm gonna really date myself here. I was like 12 or 13 when this happened. Yeah, and so I was 
I was still pretty new to using the internet. Um, because, you know, I was, I had, I had used it for a lot of different things, but this is when I was starting to really get, like, just sort of unrestricted access to it and access to, like, computer time in my free time. So Mm -hmm. I understood that, like, you know, the internet existed and that it was very, very useful, but this was the first time I was really kind of exploring it on my own. And I, you know, so, and the way I kind of went about exploring it on my own, because I had no roadmap. I basically just would, I would be bored and sitting in front of Google, and I was terrible at Flash games, so that I, I wasn't able to go to every other kid's go-to because I sucked at them and they would make me upset. Fair so enough. So, I would just kind of start Googling things I liked, and uh-huh. just yep. going through pages and pages of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, ah, you, you know... you did what I did on early YouTube. Yes. So, you know, I, I like, I read a lot of Digimon, like, Digimon fan forums, um, a couple things about Star Trek, that's kind of how I got into my other favorite science fiction show, Stargate, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I was told to watch that through my exposure through these forums, but this was the first forum I actively interacted with, because it was the first forum where... Because, you know, I'm 12, so I think if I, like, make an account on any of these things, like, all of the evil internet people I've been told are actively monitoring me and trying to kidnap me are Uh going to immediately come after me. You'll get a virus and all these other things will happen. Yeah, (laughs) and... Uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of old anime forums were fucking sketchy looking, and there sure. were a lot of like, and there were a lot of uh, like avatars that were like very scantily dressed women, like Twitter now. Yeah, but but that like really, and that really was that made me feel like I should not be super interacting with this, even if they were for like you know Digimon and kids shows. But sure. on the on the eight movie epic forums. That was that wasn't a problem. Like, and it was it was clean and it was easy to use. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so I was like, so I was like, okay, I'm going to actually make an eight movie epic account. And I mostly used this account to, um, like, basically just talk about which movies were my favorites. Uh, <laughs> oh, and- oh yeah. Do you remember the uh, the entire? Um- forum channel in there. I forget the actual words. The, like, topic that was just rank the movies, and it was just people arguing about ranking, and it was the longest. Um, I was... I think I, I was on slightly after all the stuff that we're going to be talking about today. Because uh-huh. like, like I've told you before, I was like maybe 15 when I really interfaced with these movies. But um, I, I just remember that was always the longest running thread in the entirety yes. of the forums. And I assume it was yes. earlier too. Yes. And uh, and I, what I, I would also use it because like, I would ask people questions about things they were talking about. Because sure. I was er, my, in my early teens and definitely didn't have enough confidence to write out my own theories and opinions. I didn't really have my own theories and opinions yet. You're still kind of learning what those kinds of theories and opinions can look like. Like, you're kind of yes. learning from people who are a little older and so have had, like, more complex brain movements about these things than you have yet. Totally. Absolutely. And, for the most part, these were pretty well-run forums. Um, mm. I think I think this is because uh, probably there were a couple, like, kind of old-school dudes running them who were just not having any of the nonsense that usually happens on forums. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, you know, pr- not 
not a terrible place for me to have gotten my toes wet in this yeah vast ocean of the internet. Oh yeah, I be- better and, than mine, honestly. <laughs> and oh, listen, I had some other like listen that. There, I can tell you some stories about me accidentally stumbling upon erotic Yu-Gi-Oh fanfiction and just not really Yo. knowing what to do with that. Yo! But as all of my as all of my experience, early experiences with the internet went, this wasn't a terrible one. Mm-hmm. And then, but on these forums, there was a user, and the username is underscore glass eye society underscore. Known co- he was known colloquially as gla- as uh, glass eye, yep. and I'm. F- everyone seems fairly certain that this is a male person, so. I will be using he him pronouns for this person for sake of ease. This this person got belligerent about weird yeah. things. Yeah, this this was a person who would just like it was arguments, it was the need to go like when you think about when I think about, you know, actually type of people, the type of people who mm-hmm. just correct you on every minute detail that you might get incorrect, whether it mm-hmm. is you know, an important plot detail or mm-hmm. the color of shoes a character wore in an episode of something. Like, mm-hmm. you think about people on, you know, Reddit or, like, other websites like that who just... Or Twitter who just at random people about why their opinions are wrong. This guy mm-hmm. is, like, the 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 common, uh, the common ancestor for all of them. Yes, but the thing was, he was weirdly sneaky about it, mm. and... That was really the problem. The problem wasn't that, you know, he was belligerent and got into people's faces and challenged a lot of opinions. Right. That's that's fairly standard internet fare. The thing was yeah. that he was really sneak he was really sneaky and duplicitous about it and he was kind of he go, he went to some extremes that escalated very quickly. Because for a while, he was a pretty well-respected member of this forum. Right. So, like, he was the guy who, you know, you know, this forum had an, an introduce yourself thread. Uh-huh. Where, you know, if you were new to the forum, you just popped in and you said, Hi, I'm this person. And you I'm... could say only, yeah. Yeah, hi, I'm Joey Bag of Donuts 420. I love donuts that are full of weed. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty and, sure. Hey, uh, I don't know if that Twitter handle's taken, but if it's not, jump on that shit. <laughs> you better do anyway. it, Jay. Um, Fuck! All right, but, I'm on it. Do it before this episode even goes out. But this guy, this guy was like, you know, he'd say hello to like new members and really participate in discussion and. Mm-hmm. And, you know, was pretty pretty normal and wholesome until he wasn't. So so you yeah. said that you kind of that you kind of witnessed this on h- how active were you on the eight movie epic forums? Uh hold on, I'm just making a new Twitter account under the handle at Joey Bag of Donuts420. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I, I'm I well no, I am double checking that it is not taken. It is not. So uh listener, by the time you uh by the time you listen to this episode 
Uh, check on at Joey Bag of Donuts 420 for a fun surprise. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'll figure it out. Oh my god. Anyway, anyway um, alright, so like, yeah, so I, I joined, you know, I, I started my time on forums a little younger than you are. I'm a little older than mm-hmm. you anyway, but like a little further back yes. in time than you. But, uh, you know, like I said, Marmoset Chronicles didn't really enter my life until like end of, mi- you know, late middle school. So like 2009 into 2010. Um, mm. So by the time I was joining forums about them, it was kind of right after all this went down. Because like you said, this okay. was pretty much, this was pretty much all 2009, right? So this was like, I, yeah. I, I was just late enough on the game. Um, but what I did, fi- like, when I joined, it was, you know, it wasn't like, you know, <laughs> you know, there wasn't a wanted poster with Glass Eye's face on it up on the saloon door, you know? But like, there was, it was very heavily moderated, um... Everyone was welcome to make friends, but, like, some people seemed a little more cautious about, like, making mm-hmm. friends with new people. And, uh, yeah, like, after a while of talking to some folks, I definitely learned a bit about Glass Eye. Like, there was definitely a, um, we don't talk about him kind of atmosphere to it. And also yeah. there was the fact that, uh, I found out after having been there for a couple weeks that the, um, the current, like, acting administrator of the forum was different than mm-hmm. it had been the year before that. It was a new person who had taken the reins after, yep. uh... The previous one had, well, um, left due to stuff that happened with Glass Eye, among other things. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I guess, like, uh, we should also put out there that the the eight-movie epic forums don't exist anymore. They don't, Um, yeah. They they went where, you know, they they got... I feel like so many of those old forums just kind of got swept away in internet history, which is sad, because... It is. I I really think about... uh, I was just sitting here thinking about how much of my, like, life from ages 11 to 14 was entirely defined by posting on different forums that just do not exist anymore. I wouldn't know where to even look, but they yeah. are not there. Yeah. But they were pretty they were pretty important to like online Marmoset Chronicles chatting. Like if yeah. you were on, if you're on the internet looking for the Marmoset Chronicles, you ended up on 8 movie movie epic at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so glass eye. So this glass is, eye. This is also weird because this is even weird as like fandom internet drama goes. So do, when I say when I say to you fandom internet drama, what kind of pops into your head? What kind of pops into my head when you say fandom internet drama? Honestly, the first thing that comes to my head is like super hulock people on Tumblr arguing about mm-hmm. whether they would rather fuck Sam or Dean Winchester or, I don't know, okay. wh- whatever whatever they like. That's kind of where my brain goes first and foremost. Okay, so, so you're thinking, like, the Tumblr discourse wars of, like, 2012 to 2015. That, that's what immediately... I know I've been privy to older ones, but that's what immediately mm-hmm. pops to mind, yeah. So what pops into my head is honestly, like, the, the like, old, like, Harry Potter... Um, fanfic scream at each other over live journal wars which i didn't <laughs> witness i'm too i was not into that scene when that was happening but i have gone back yeah. and read about yeah i was i was not there either but i've certainly heard a good deal about it glass eye society is different than all of that because it's not the it, it's not the level of like petty back and forthness that you know escalated yeah. that you know, the Tumblr discourse wars were. 
It's um, not a shipping war. Oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, people on MySpace arguing about Twilight. That's the other one. Okay. Yeah, no, but it wasn't a shipping <laughs> war. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a shipping war. Or, uh, the, like, the big thing in, um, the one of the big things that, that comes up when you, like, all of the incredibly in-depth Harry Potter bullshit that happened was like, you know, a group of people becoming the purity police and saying you can't do you can do this, you can't do that, and then people reacting to that. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't any of that. This was someone kind of very carefully calculating all of the opinion the people who had opinions that he didn't like about this movie. And he would like seek people out and talk to them and like decide whether or not he liked their opinions or not, and then eventually putting together a giant, for lack of a better word, manifesto, calling out all of these incorrect opinions. Oh my god, it was itemized. Like, yeah, so yes. this giant manifesto. Have you seen, so, it's it's this giant manifesto. This is before, you know, Google Docs or whatever, so it's not uh-huh. like a thing he could just easily share. Yeah, so it's not just that he had this manifesto, it's that he apparently, like... So this guy became a moderator on the forums at some point. <laughs> and he and yes. he did so by, you know, by the fact that for a long time he was kind of like a, a minor figurehead there. He was a very helpful guy. Um, mm-hmm. They came to a point where a few moderators left. Uh, a couple of them under what has been deemed somewhat suspicious circumstances, and Mm -hmm. he threw his hat in the ring to become a moderator, and he did. He became a moderator. Um, And he really was, he really was incredibly helpful. Like, he, um, this is actually a guide I used. He had, like, a pinned comment guide that was just all about how to use basic HTML code so you could, you know, bold and italicize all your your shit on the forum posts, which I... You know what's bananas? Hmm. What? No, go ahead. Which... I still use, I still kind of think about it to, to this day, because that's still all the the only HTML code I know. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what's bananas is when I was on there later, that guide was still there, but his name was off of it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they needed to purge him after this shit. But yeah, so like, the head administrator at the time, you know, let him become a moderator, because he seemed like a really helpful, good guy. And mm-hmm. once he had that power, he started using it to do things like, or the, the main thing was he eventually posted this manifesto mm-hmm. in the, like, off-topic threat forum of the forums as a mm-hmm. locked post and would not respond to anyone's questions about what it was, but yeah. would just update it with new stuff whenever he had new stuff. And... Then he started acting very erratically in other comments. There was this... Mm -hmm. He kept, like, trying to hint that he had some kind of insider information about these movies or that his... Like, for some reason, he he had the inside scoop and he knew that he was right. And he was deeply offended by anyone who stood against him. And I I remember... My, because I, I, I was on the forums in, in, during this time, and this mm. was my, and I, I kind of missed all of this because I, I was never on the off-topic thing. I missed, uh, I, I missed this because I wasn't paying attention. I, it, it never even occurred to me to, um, mm. but 
this did happen is when I was talking to, like, I was going back and forth with someone about, uh, they were talking about, uh, like, use of animation, I think, in these movies, and, mm-hmm. um, and I was just going back and forth asking this person questions, uh, and this, per- they, they, they seemed, you know, uh, pretty game to humor my questions, which was nice, because sometimes people aren't, and we, we were going back and forth about that, and then, Glass Eye dropped in, like, wrote this nonsensical, like, two-and-a-half-paragraph essay, and then the thread was immediately locked. God. Right. I, and this became, this became the big problem, is that, like, the other, the, the only way that the other moderators could think to deal with him is just every time he showed up to just lock the post, but yeah. he was... And because I guess I guess he couldn't unlock it or something. I don't know how fucking moderation moderating things works. He couldn't unlock yeah, it even I, though I, he was a moderator. Yeah, I, I think it's like a different level of moderation thing of some kind. I'm not really sure. But, I've been a moderator on these old forums, but I honestly do not remember because I was 12. Wow, you were a t- big shot 12 year old. You had you were a moderator at 12. Uh, you know, all right, yeah, sidebar, uh, I was once briefly on a forum that, uh, I had, I, I was angry at the, that someone else on one day, and so I used my mod powers to, like, change a bunch of stuff and spam a bunch of posts with things, then got banned from it. Wow. I was a salty 12-year-old on the internet. Yeah, I I was glass eye. I was the glass eye of the Brotherhood of Makuta Bionicle Forum. Oh my god. Anyway. But, but I can't... I'm still processing that. Give me a second. Oh, you're good. Um, while you're processing it, uh, do you remember... Just I, I'm thinking back on like specific posts by Glass Eye that I've read. Because some mm-hmm. of them are incredible. Like, um, you, you, know, you mentioned him uh, getting very irate about things he insisted he must be right about. Do mm-hmm. you remember the... Um, do you... Remember his post about the research station set? Did you read this when it was first circulating? Yeah, is that the one that kind of became a copy pasta for a hot second? Almost kind of. Yeah, like so it was this it was this long post um This is the other thing about this guy is is you know, you mentioned the manifesto and like he would also kind of just appear with research papers that he had written so to speak. And by yeah. that I mean just like really long posts on topics where you could tell either there was some grain of truth to it, which there usually wasn't, or mm-hmm. he just spent a lot of time really fine-tuning the bullshit he was slinging. Um, yeah. And there was this one about the, the, the research station post, which was this crazy thing um, about how there was some actual, like research station in the, I think, Arctic or something that was originally going to be a set for one of the Marmoset Chronicles movies, but then the script was changed to not include it. And, like, supposedly this thing was this place, you know, that just had scientists in it was still full of, like, memorabilia and sets and stuff, and he was just typity-typity-typing on the internet about how mad he was, and, like, he, he tried to make... He tried to make a call of a- call to action. He listed yes. the airport that people at the forum needed to fly to with him. 
to meet him at so they could storm this research station and get any valuable Marmoset Chronicles memorabilia that might be there. Yeah, I do. And he had a budget for this raid in the post. Broken down. And I remember because, because... That was like that was a, a lot of the initial response to that was like LOL that this is a funny joke. And, yeah. And it just became increasingly obvious that this wasn't a joke. I do remember this now that you're telling me about it. God, it's insane. And the, it's so weird because it's like a lot of once Glass Eye disappeared. Mm-hmm. We never found out any anything else about him. Like there are like Again, with with this, like, some of the, like, you know, quote-unquote big-name fan drama that happens in fan circles sometimes. You know, and and especially, like, there is, like, the really, really weird stuff, too. Like, uh... Sure. The the guy... There's a guy who, like, wrote a very popular Harry Potter fanfiction who essentially, like, literally ran a cult... Have you ever oh, have you heard yeah, of it? Okay, I've like heard that, of this guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, like if I'm remembering correctly, like someone actually died because of that guy. Jesus Christ. Like, there's a lot of like, or you know, stuff like that, or like, this is this is a a, a definite reach. Though I do think this, like, people started talking about this again a couple years ago, like uh, the like Final Fantasy VII house stuff. Oh God! Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. All of that stuff, where usually you you eventually find out like who this er- kind of erratic acting person is. We never found any of that out about Glass Eye Society. But, no, yeah, you never, yeah, you never found out about, about this person. But he found fa- he was so sure that he knew something. He and he would never say what he would never say what his in for these movies were, which you know makes it impossible to say whether or not he actually had one or not. But he swore that he had some kind of in on these movies, and he would say these things that were supposed to be canon and weren't, because they were never in right. any of the movies, and right. then get absolutely fucking furious if anyone said, okay, but like those weren't actually in the movie, so we shouldn't take them as fact. Okay, so obviously one easy theory to draw, if you like just throwing shit at the wind is that somehow this was actually Las Patillo being mad about things that he never wound up doing. I oh think that's... Oh, my God. I, I, personally, I think that's too boring a theory to even talk about. Um, I do like the slightly more fascinating one I've seen a couple times about this guy, which is, oh, this is Las Patillo's son, who we don't know about, who, like is mad that his dad went all reclusive after making the movies and so is, like, trying to defame him by spreading things that are not true. Yes. Which, I I will say on the record, I don't think that's true at all, but it is really funny to think about. It's it's really funny to think about. It sounds like something that would happen on an HBO drama. Yes. Because this guy's claim to fame was, at one point, he had... Every thread on this forum locked. Mm-hmm. Single-handedly, he did that. Imagine how long you, you have to sit down and type at a computer to lock every um, 
every single thread. Yeah. And then, and then they were able to ban him. They figured yeah. out how they were able to ban him. They unlocked everything. Yeah. Yep. He showed well, up on. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go. You, you, we'll circle back around to my point. He my showed up on a different forum. This was just a general movie forum. Mm-hmm. Doxed the admin who then left. Yep. <laughs> and then said a bunch of really off the wall stuff and then vanished from the internet forever. Yep, pretty much. Um, so you, you mentioned the admin there, and I, I do want to go back to that. The stuff that's gotten murky, and like, you know, this is not us trying to sit here and say, oh, the admin was bad for giving him mod powers in the first place. Uh-huh. No one knew that this was going to happen. Like, as far as mm-hmm. we all know, and I remember this was very much the conversation at the time when I joined these forums, it didn't really seem like, like, it seemed like it caught everyone off guard when this started happening. Like, it blindsided yes. everyone. Because, again, this guy was, like, a very trustworthy person for a long time. Um, I do always wonder, because the administrator, the head admin, um, uh, I, bl- I, believe, I believe his name was Rainbow Cheese Puff, which is very good. Uh, let's give credit where credit is due to Rainbow Cheese Puff. Um, yes. R- Rainbow Cheese Puff could have stripped him of his mod powers, could have mm-hmm. banned him at any point earlier on, and didn't for a really long time. And mm-hmm. the question, like, this was, you know, mo- I, I want to say, like, two straight months of this guy causing stuff to get locked. And yes. the question is, what was going on behind the scenes, maybe, that caused that to not happen, that caused mm-hmm. Cheeto, Ra- Rainbow Cheeto Puff to, excuse me, Rainbow Cheese Puff, I'm sorry, respect to the puff, um, <laughs> what, what, what convinced them to keep them around? Was it, like, were they really good friends behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. Was it all an elaborate thing where it was, you know, their plan the whole time? I, I don't know. I'm spitballing in the dark. I, I really wonder, though, like, why did the administrator of this place let this go mm-hmm. on for so long? Especially because it was so well modded up until this point. Yeah, um, and everyone else who was a good mod was still there too until some of them left out of the blue. It was very weird. And the thing is, is that this was... I don't know if it, if these people were all, like... If these people were all older or if, you know, it was 2009 and this was less of a big thing, but that's not true because I saw some of the, like, fucking fan live journal garbage that went down around the same time. Nobody ever, oh, like, yeah. wrote a... No one ever, like, wrote a call-out post. Mm-hmm. We... And that I think that's part of the reason why this particular forum drama has, um... Sort of persisted in the mind where a lot of simi- other similar things haven't, because we have no context for it. And this guy seemed to go off the rails so suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like... Maybe something happened in this person's own life that contributed mm-hmm. to that. Who's to say? And we're we're not here to make fun of that if that's the case. Obviously, no, absolutely but like, not. But but that you know we the fact that we don't know but, that the bizarreness of the case remains. You know, but it's yes, just, I. There are so many types of weird people on the internet, and you know there always have been, and that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, and it's an awful thing, like. I, I'm thinking back to my own early forum days, you know, like, like I mentioned that time I spammed that first forum I was on. What did this like, person say that of, made you that upset? 
I do not remember. I could not okay. tell you. Okay. I honest to God have no idea. You know, there was that. There was like... Um, one of my favorite things was uh, it, forums with text-based role-playing games where okay. one user would create like sort of the setup and the story and create like a little form people could fill out to create a character. Mm-hmm. And then yes. you just text-based role-play through a story. And depending on what kind of person was running it and what kind of person was playing, you'd get games where like one of the players had their own ideas for the story that kind of took over the whole game and that would yeah. become drama. Like, drama... There's different kinds of drama, I guess. There's internet drama that, you know, comes from a bunch of people who all want to hang out but butt heads because they all want to hang out so hard like that. <laughs> and then there's yeah. and then there's stuff like like Glass Eye like which is just like it's not that. It's something broke, like something yeah. changed in a really like almost horrific it if I was on the forums in the midst of that and I had been, like, another moderator who was friends with him, I would have been, like, scared for him. I would have been like, what? No. Are you okay? What's happening yeah. to you? And that's you know? the thing like, where, like, if this, is, this, if this was a person having, like, a genuine episode, then this person really did need, like, really needed some help. Or needed to yeah. stop being, needed to stop being, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um enabled to because obviously this this spamming was bad for them or this moderate moderator uh, position was bad for them Uh, or something was going on that was bad for them and and someone needed to be looking out for them and nobody was and that's that's terrible uh and again i I don't want it if we don't know if that's what was going on if that is what's going on i'm not here to sit down and make fun of it but this was a very i I do think this is a valuable thing to talk about (laughs) It is. I, I do, too. I, I think it's, you know, any fan, me- any media, rather, is, you know, defined in large part by its fans and by its fan base and the culture uh-huh. and the stuff that happens in that culture. I think mm-hmm. you can talk about this, you know, like, to the same degree you can talk about if someone dresses up as the Joker and then goes around and, like, harasses people or something. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's... It's fandom taken to uh, an unsafe place. It's, um... God, sorry, there's a movie I'm trying to think of. There have been a few, like, fiction works of fiction that explore this kind of thing really well, right? Where it's about, you know, someone building an obsession with a thing that causes them to have their own opinions and ideas of what the thing should be that become unhealthy at some point. Yeah. Um, I, 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 uh... Have you ever seen, or have I ever talked about the movie Perfect Blue? No, I've never seen it. Okay, it's 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 an anime film. It's uh, I've never seen Black Swan, but I've heard it compared to Black Swan a couple times. Okay, it's a movie about an act about a uh, a musician who is transitioning her career over to being an actress, and about a rabid fan who's uh who who's like lengths that they're willing to go to starts to affect her psychologically and stuff. And it's just, I always think about that kind of thing where it's like, you know, we're not talking about the way this affected Laz, but we are talking about a fan whose fandom went in some way too far, leaving some lasting impact on the thing, on the the thing they're a fan of. What this really did was this did kind of split the fan base because there were there were people who left the eight movie epic forums after this and kind of yeah settled in uh, live journal and all those it was really at the time it was mostly just live journal um, 
the, yeah. another another interesting um, like kind of fan culture moment we could talk about is kind of the great live journal purge that happened, um, oh, which was very uh, I, very interesting in retrospect. I missed live journal entirely. I'm gonna be real with you right now. I never had one. I never really used it. I, I that one completely passed me by. Um, so. This is what I used. This is this is going to be kind of embarrassing. Um, oh hell yeah! I would. I'd never had a live journal. I used live journal to go down giant thematic fan fiction lists that people made. Hmm. Because uh, it would be like the middle of the summer, and I wouldn't have a chance. And my mom would be like, "Okay, we can't go to the library for another." For another, like, you can't go get to the library for another week, and all I would have to read sure. were, it was internet fanfic. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> you know, you know, I probably did go on LiveJournal to look at some fanfiction lists, and I'm like, it, it's a vague enough memory that I'm not even registering that that was what I was on, you know? And that's, and or they, a lot of people would put together, like, primers for things, so like, here, you wanna, you wanna start watching the show, here's a primer for it. Um, and I would look at stuff oh, like that. Wow. Uh, I loved it. I loved that shit. I loved primers. I would read primers for shows that I never planned on watching just because I, f- I always found the way they were put together very amusing and entertaining to me. God, I, I, ha- I had books like that for shows that were like, here's an episode guide of what happens in every episode of the original Beyblade. That was an what? actual book I had that my dad what? got me from a scholastic book fair. Every- um, so my, my dad's a teacher and his school had like book fairs and he was sometimes like, just at random grab me a book because, you know, I was reading a ton and he would just bring me home a random book from this book fair. And once it was a Beyblade book that I swear to God was just like a... As if written from the perspective of the main character of Beyblade, <laughs> summary of the entire plot of Beyblade. You want to know something terrible? I think I could tell you what the main the main character's name in the English version of that Beyblade anime was. I think I could tell you what it is. I have no I'm idea. I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure. Please do. And I'm pretty sure it's Tyson. Is it Tyson. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The only reason I know it's Tyson is because of the Bed Bath and Bionicle ARG, where they became Bed Bath and Beyblade for a while. That's fun. But yeah, yeah uh, you should you should listen you should listen to that at some point. It's a great product on our lovely Orange Groves podcast network. But yeah, there there was definitely a there was definitely a split in the kind of fan community because of this, and um and, yeah. and a lot of a lot of his shit did become like like copy pastas because some of it was so ridiculous and off the wall and just you know attacking people for weird, weird reasons. And just reeking... For, for, like, their opinion on a character's hairstyle and shit like that. Yes. And just wreaking havoc on these forums. And... Yeah. It was... It was wild. Um, it was a wild... And it was... It's also wild because people still talk about it and I was kind of there. Um... And I guess... Yeah. That's kind of... That's why I... That's what kind of spurred me to bring this up, I think, because... No, totally. There's... Because, you know, fan communities are, like, active, constantly growing and shifting things. And it's... And this is something that I, like, kind of actively participated in. Like I said, I had a thread I was talking in locked because of Glass Eye. Yeah, right, exactly. I I remember... 
looking through, uh, scrolling through older threads for some mm-hmm. stuff and finding ones, uh, finding some that they forgot to unlock from some periods during yep. that whole time, being like, oh shit, I'm trying to read about, you know, some posts about the set design in The Phantom and the Wren and like, uh, how like scouting locations works. And I can't post in this because it's locked mm-hmm. because the last post on the forum is Glass Eye, like, making a five page long rant. Mm-hmm. About how uh, the architectural stru- structures in the movie were proof that uh, that Laz Patillo hated the town that the movie was filmed in, or something really specific like yeah. that. And yeah, and it was, and it, it really kind of that that experience and like kind of watching that unfold and being like. I remember being weirdly anxious about it because I was 12, and when I was 12, I was even more anxious about everything than I am now. And I'm pretty anxious about everything now. Yeah. Uh, but I, <laughs> but it really did, like, kind of co- color how I interacted with that kind of fan forum in the future. Like, yeah. I remember um, only, like, four years ago or something, I was on some discussion thread that got locked, and I, like, kind of immediately messaged the mod, and I was like, oh my god, like, was it, I, I just don't know why it was locked, could you just tell me why it was locked, and then, like, just so I, I know if I did something wrong, I won't do it again in the future, and they're like, oh no, like, just this one comment, we could tell by the IP address that it's a spam bot, so we just locked the thread so it couldn't keep spamming, and I'm like, oh, okay, thank you, and, but it was just, right. the whole thing, it's just a very weird, weird thing. Yeah, it was... Well, and, and also, I... I... I'm thinking back now, like, so many uh, experiences and interactions I had on those kinds of forums when I was really young, when I was 12, 13, 14, 15, like, so many of those interactions, yeah, made me super anxious, were things I was emotionally invested in. I feel like in those days, and I I, I don't know if this is true for, like, 14-year-olds on Reddit Mm -hmm. now, I think it probably is for a lot of teenagers in a lot of discords, you know, like, we see it in the Orange Groves Mm -hmm. a little bit, and I'm sure it's... True in a lot. It's true in several. I'm a part of the emotional investment you put into that is so great. I had when I was like 12, 13, I had friends on a couple of these forums I would hang out on that were like I considered one of my main circles of friends yeah. at the time because like you you emotionally invest yourself in that shit. Mm-hmm. It, like you get anxious over shit. You you think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you think about these people. I I think I think having these conversations across distance. You know especially when you're young, is, like, this weird thing. It's it's the modern-day version of, you know, uh, a, a woman waiting on the, you know, waiting on her porch to get a letter, letter from her far-off husband who's away at the war. Yeah. You know, it's it's the modern version of that. Is It's us waiting forlornly at our computer desks for our friend who's away grabbing a snack at 7-Eleven. Well, also, we, we should, I, I feel like, I feel like this is part that we part of this that we haven't talked about yet. We were both definitely too young to be on any of these forums. Oh my god, Kirsten! I, 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 I saw. Hmm. <laughs> Yay! I, I definitely just saw a lot of um, let's say at least risque images for my twelve-year-old brain. Perhaps more than risque. Yeah. Well, and it was that like, period of the internet is never gonna happen again. Like... No. Not in the same way, for sure. No. Because there aren't that many forums around. And the ones that are around are not nearly as, like... I'm gonna use the word innocence here. Yeah. Then, you know, just, like, 
oh, here's, like, just a random, like, here's here's a place where we can all talk about, um, the Marmoset Chronicles, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There were so many Buffy forums. Or... Right. Anything. Or fucking Robert De Niro movies. Whatever you wanted to make, like, a forum about. And now, like, you know, it's all a lot more consolidated. It's all a lot more polished. You're not gonna you know, stumble across a terrible HTML-coded 90s website with, like, horrible animations anymore. And yeah. I, on the one hand, that's, like, you know, such a part of, like, the aesthetic of me, like, stumbling across things growing up that I, I'm kind of glad that that's just mine. Yeah. But yeah. also... I, I, I hear that. Also, I'm, I'm sad that, like, you know, now it's, like... I can't even imagine what it's like being 11 right now. Uh it- it, it, it's a lot more exclusive, right? And, like, a lot more gatekeepy in certain spaces. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's a problem I have with a lot of Reddit communities, personally, that I, I've tried to get into, is it's a lot of very gatekeepy attitudes in a lot of spaces mm-hmm. where if you, if you don't already have the same knowledge going in that all these people who've been posting on it for three years have, then you might as well go fuck yourself off a bridge. Like, mm-hmm. that that's the attitude you see in a lot of these spaces. Whereas, yeah, like, old forums, I always think about it as, like, you know, a new person wandering into, like, the town from Andy Griffith, where it's just like, oh, there's a new guy in town. He comes into the saloon and says hi to people and meets. And, yeah, it's all just very innocent. There's families around with kids. There's a a cop who should not have his job um, to disassemble the police. Um, But, 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 like... I was about to say, you know, it it was... I was about to say you're dating this... I was about to say you're dating this episode, but you're totally not. That's true pretty much all the time. No, I'm Uh, not. That's... Never trust a cop. That's an immortal truth. Anyway, fucking... You, you know what I mean, though, is that's how it was. I think... I, I've seen Discord communities that are kind of like that now, but again, they're always a lot more consolidated around, like, hey, I'm this YouTuber. Here's my Discord that I made for people who are fans of me, this mm-hmm. YouTuber. Or, you know, this game studio, or whatever. And, yeah. and there's ones that aren't that, but, it, you know, you have to seek out a link to click to get in. It's a yeah. lot less... Like, I could just... Like you said, you could, like you said earlier, you could just Google a thing and just go far enough down Google and find a whole forum website dedicated to that thing that you just wander into. Yeah. you're just on a horse wandering into a town. <laughs> and, Which is. And just go uh, get a drink at the saloon, ask about if there's any work in town. Oh, you gotta go build the bridge out by the creek. And then you go build the bridge out by the creek for a few days. And then you shitpost about the bridge until you get banned. <laughs> and this is, um... This is... That's also kind of a Laz Patillo-y kind of uh, image and... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And concept that, you know, you kind of wander into something and you you do some stuff and then you leave. And if you're, if you're Glass Eye Society, you come in, kind of destroy a forum for six months and then disappear into the ether never to be seen again. Which I, which, and, and I also thought this would be fun to talk about because this is something that, like, some people listening to this might have also kind of experienced. This is not, like, there, there was a lot of other stuff that Glass Eye Society did where we're not a down-the-rabbit-hole type show, really. So I, I, I know that there are people who have done it. I know there are people who have really deep yeah. dived into this guy and who he could be and his psyche, which I'm a little bit uncomfortable with, but Yeah, we don't need to try and armchair diagnose him with something yes. for Christ's sake. He's a human being. Don't do that. But it was a it was a wild ride and it was kind of it was a very um interesting introduction to me for that kind of 
fandom drama and fandom discourse, yeah. uh, which I, I, yeah. I then, you know, I used Tumblr from 2012 and 2015. Um, Hell yeah. You and I were both there. We were both there. Uh, it was kind of a hell site, I'll be totally honest. Oh, uh, it was very much a hell site. <laughs> it was only a hell site. That's uh, all it ever was. That's a topic for another day, uh, yes. though, I feel like. Some, some... Goodness. Kirsten, Yes. I, I, it sounds like we're winding down here. Yeah. I have one question for you before we sort of do. T- let me, let, tell me what the question is. What was your, I hope, humorously qu- cringeworthy handle on these forums uh, back in the day? See, it wasn't even, like... It's not even humorously cringeworthy. It was just, like, really... Like just uninteresting. I believe my for the eight movie epic forums, my username was K M Do Re Mi. <laughs> that that is very. If I were to like procedurally generate a username, you might have had it something. That seems like it. Okay, sure. Uh yeah, and that That's was that was a, a lot of my a lot of my very young days. Uh, usernames for things were like variations on. Like just my initials and then some random like vocalist e term, right? Because I used to be a singer, uh, dear listeners. I used to be a singer, uh, and it's true. Uh, when I was when I was eleven, I thought I was really gonna do something with that singing career. Um, <laughs> it's okay. When I when I was eleven, I thought I was gonna be a graphic novelist. <laughs> uh, what was your What was your uh, handle on the, these forums? So, um, and did it have to do with Bionicle? No, it had to do with Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. Um, so, I had a username. I used the name Iatos, I-A-T-O-S, in a lot of places. Now, the reason I used this is because there was a Yu-Gi-Oh card, a character in, I think, Yu-Gi-Oh GX used, called Guardian Eatos. that's with an E, mind you. And I did not realize it was with an E and not an I. And it was just a cool-looking bird man that was cool-looking. And so I wanted to be Iatos on the internet after that. And so I took Iatos, mishearing it as with an I, and uh, I was Iatos haunted in a lot of places. I added oh the haunted because I was 14 and wanted to be edgy. If you look up Iatos haunted on DeviantArt, that's my DeviantArt. That's my DeviantArt account. That's true. Jay, um, why would you do just... that? Why would you give people that information? Because it's hilarious and I have no shame, Kirsten. Um, that's fair enough. I, listen, I'll, I'll show you old YouTube videos I made when I was 14 that are still on YouTube. There's all sorts of shit. I will never remove any of it. I fucking yeah. refuse to. Because that's cataloging history. Um, all right. But, you're right. But so so on this forum, I took the the Iados, and instead of just doing Iados Haunted, I did Iados Georgie. Oh my god, that's adorable. Yeah, what no. If, what if Georgie was me? <laughs> I was not nearly that creative. I think my I, I think it was just uh Good. KDM. I think it was just KM Doremi. Uh, I had a lot of, you know, I will I will. Before we wrap this up, I'll tell you the story about the worst username I ever had. Oh, and please do. It was it was the worst username I ever had just because it made no sense. Because Okay. All of, a lot of my other um a lot of my other like usernames for things were just kind of like uh, my 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 Tumblr for a very long time was uh the Royal Order of Jazz Hands. <laughs> oh, I love that. 
all one word. It was a lot of stuff like that. I did stuff like that, but, um, like my, um, but my first Twitter handle was terrible. And here's why it was terrible. Cause I wanted, I didn't want to use my full name. Um, because I was, I was like fairly young. I was like 14 when I was making a, a Twitter for that I planned to use. I, uh, I was older than that. I was more like 16, but I didn't want to use my full okay. name. So I was, th- but I did want to use my first name. So I was sitting down and I was like, okay, what do I want to, what do I want to use this for? So I was like, okay, what if I do Kirsten crossing? Like, you know, like tractor crossing, like here, there be Kirsten's. I thought that was cute, but I didn't want to spell it like C-R-O-S-S-I-N-G because Kirsten crossing could be a person. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I got this idea from these signs. What if I spell it like that? So it was Kirsten X-R-O-S-S-I-N-G. Ah! No, it oh, 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 I thought you were just going to say X-I-N-G, which I feel like would have no. been fine, but no. holy shit, Kirsten, you just, you just named a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> spinoff game about you. But someone, but yeah, everyone would be like, why is your handle Kirsten X-Rosing? Kirsten Rosing. I was like, it's not. It's, it's Kirsten Crossing, because like, you get it? He, here there be Kirsten's, uh... But it was, Kirsten and it was dumb, Xeroxing. and it was stupid. And it, that's why I didn't use Twitter for a very long time. Because I, I couldn't think of a better name. <laughs> I love that with every fiber of my being. Holy shit. Anyway, if you want to follow Kirsten on Twitter, you can find her at Kirsten Xeroxing. <laughs> no, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirsten M. Writes, uh, which is a much more reasonable Twitter handle. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Kirsten M. Uh, no, my my Twitter is Kirsten M. Writes and my Instagram is Kirsten V. And writes. Uh, come check me out there. Jay, where can they find you on the internet? My uh, my that that's funny that you say you were sixteen. You thought of that because I've been using what I thought of when I was sixteen too, which is extreme salsing, which is where you can find huh. me on Twitter. Uh, that was you know why I named myself that is because I. On my Tumblr, I, uh, way back in the day, I, I, I just, like, photoshopped a shitty giant image of, like, a bunch of salsa being chased by cops on a oh, skate, like, what? a bunch of jars of salsa riding a skateboard being chased by <laughs> cops, and okay. I just thought it was a funny image. It was a funny-looking shitty image, and I named myself Extreme Salsing on Tumblr, and then did the same on Twitter, and I've just been riding that one for about nine years now, until I find something better, and when I do, that is the day I will die. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Extreme Salsing. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I should I should plug my Letterboxd. I have a Letterboxd, which is just a social network for reviewing movies and TV and logging movies you've seen. Uh, I realize nice, since nice. this is a podcast ostensibly about a series of movies, it's a good thing to plug here. I am also Extreme Salsing on Letterboxd. And then you can find me at HiMJ on YouTube if you want to see if I'm doing a thing there. And uh, we are also on the Orange Grows Podcast Network, uh, which I'm sure is full of many more people who have had embarrassing usernames at one point in time. That's your quest for a week. Try to find out the embarrassing username of the host of another podcast on our network. Don't actually do that. But if you were to, that would be a great reason to join the Orange Groves Discord, a lovely community of people you should join today if you haven't yet. Because we want to talk to you guys, uh, and we have a lot of fun on there. So, everybody, uh, please stay safe, uh, support yourselves, support members of your community, be good to each other. Never trust cops. Yes. Never trust cops. Is never that, trust is that, cops. Is that where we should end?
I, I do have uh, I do have one more thing to say, which is just simply, I can't believe you fucking thought I had that many positive feelings about fucking Aragon. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> this time I mean I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I need you all to know that um, Jay does like those books we did when he was a child. Now that's how we end a podcast. <laughs>